What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hi and welcome. My name is Felice Skirwitz, and this is an episode of A Few Minutes with God podcast. Today, we are going to talk about leading by example. Don't get nervous. This doesn't mean uh, what you think it does. This is episode 174, and you can find the show notes on the website. Also, check out Media Angels, and you can find some of my books and products there, like the One More Child book, as well as um, A Few Minutes with God. I think you'll enjoy both of those. Well, our topic today is a really interesting one, and one I've thought about long and hard, especially when I see such bad examples out there of what uh, Christians should be. For example, when you're leaving church and everyone's trying to rush the other person out of the parking lot and nobody's letting anyone in, you know, things like that uh, just make us shake our heads and say, gosh, we just left church. And then we look at our leaders, our pastors, you know, those who know better. And sometimes our leaders let us down. And when we see that, we lose heart and we think, okay, this is it. The world's ending tomorrow. But Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus didn't say, go forth and be perfect. When we look at leadership, we see there is pretty much um, not perfection, to say the least. And we should see leadership as giving us that example that we need to follow. But it means that we need to look at what we can do and not where others have fallen short. I think in so many ways that we get so caught up in what's wrong with the world that we're not looking at what's right with the world. And I'm not even talking about the world in the sense of, you know, what's going on around us, but what God has given us and appreciating those little things. You know, when I was in college, many people thought I needed saving and I was a Catholic and in my mind, a Christian, but my Christian's friends thought uh, something was lacking in my walk with the Lord. So they asked me to pray a salvation prayer and join a Bible study. So I read the salvation prayer and thought, sure, I really believe this and the Bible study. Why not? But it was still you need to do this and you need to do that. And it needs to be this way and only this way. 
And so I found that good people who are well-meaning and want to help others and bring others closer to the Lord, and they want to do that, they want to make disciples of all nations, well, sometimes it pushes people away. If we sat together and chatted, I'm sure many of us come from different denominations, and many will say that their church is the only way. But here's the thing. How are you leading and how are you giving others an example of the love of God in your heart? How do you do that? How do you lead others to Christ? I used to think that not only did we sow the seed, but we needed to reap. And I would get so frustrated that I wasn't seeing any fruits of my labor until my husband reminded me that that was not my job. A lot of times our job is only to plant seeds and let the Lord do the rest. Did you know faith is a gift? It is a freely given gift, but it is a gift. And not everyone wants to accept that gift. When we lead, we show, and we demonstrate, often without words. A quote that's attributed to St. Francis of Assisi says, Preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. And there's many who say that St. Francis never said this. But I like to believe that he did, because my parents taught me this at an early age. St. Francis being one of the favorite Italian saints who denounced his world wealth and went on to preach the gospel all his life. When we have God's love in our hearts, we are in communion with him and there's no need to use words. There's no need to tell people what to believe or not. There's no need other than to show. And how do we do this? We start with our own families. We start with those we love. That's what my friends did with me. They loved me. They wanted what was best for me. And yet, at some point, we had to agree to disagree. Why is it that we hurt the people we love the most? We hurt those who care for us and who are immediately there in case we need them. And yet, we push them away. Is this because we know they will understand and we don't need to worry about them because their love is guaranteed? No, that's not right. We should be respectful, especially of the people who are in our family and who we love. There are so many stories of people who have given examples of Christ to others in such a way that they were asked, without even really saying anything, to tell them more about what was special about them. And this actually happened to a personal friend of mine. She and I co-authored some books together, and she was a science genius, an amazing mom and cook. She was just good at whatever she did, and I would tease her often about her joy and her vocabulary. She talked about utensils, and I would say, you mean forks and knives? And then she would refer to play structures, and I would say, you mean swing sets? And I would tell her that I was her translator because she was on an intellectual level that many of us didn't understand. And she loved the Lord and didn't always. In fact, she was an atheist that became a Christian. And she always la- laughed and said, you know, when I got my uh, got a job at a church, they handed me a Bible and I opened it up and it said, in the beginning, God created the world. And she said, well, I have a problem with the first sentence because uh, not only was she an atheist, but she also believed in evolution. Well, it took 
her 10 years of study, but she accepted the Lord and um, very quickly, actually, in the church. But it took her 10 years to study the differences between creation and evolution. And a lot of our writing projects were based on that. But she loved the Lord so much that when we began to work on our writing projects, she would launch into prayer. In fact, I'd be sitting there opening one eye and thinking, okay, we've got to get going here. And she was going strong. And finally, I realized I needed to relax and focus on the words she was praying in the spirit of the Lord. And she was an evangelical Christian. And here I was a Catholic. And we got along famously because of our mutual love of the Lord. And, you know, she was a tiny bit. And okay, I'll say a lot more vocal about her praising God. But the reason I share this wonderful memory, because Jill went to be with the Lord right after Christmas in 2007, is that whenever she would go someplace, people would stop her and say the golden words to any Christian that wants to share the gospel. What's different about you? Or you're different. Or I want to have what you've got. Jill led people to the Lord. She led people our, our account manager at the printing company where we had our books printed. She led people at the grocery store, at the gas station. In fact, she didn't even realize she did this. And when she told me this, in fact, I witnessed the account manager. I called it to her attention and I said, do you realize that is a gift? She didn't. She just thought this is what everyone does. She didn't go around saying anything. She didn't wear a T-shirt that said, got Jesus. She didn't even wear a crucifix. She just smiled and was joyful to everyone she met, and they could see the love of God. So what do we do? We start by asking the Lord for the spirit of joy, and we begin in our own homes, and then we ask God to give us the gift of evangelization. If that is our calling, how does he want us to share the gospel? Is it to learn in the quiet of our home? Is it to reach out to someone at church? or in the grocery store that looks like they need a friend. I look around me today and people are afraid. It's a spirit of fear that holds people ransom, and the evil one feeds on fear. Joyful people who love the Lord are not fearful people. There is no way that we can be fearful and lead by example. If you're fearful, pray this prayer, 1 John 4.18. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear, for fear must do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. Ask the Lord for his infilling, his love, and ask the Lord for a deeper relationship with him. These are prayers that he does answer. We can only lead if the Lord requests it. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I ask you for that spirit of joy to overcome any negativity or fear in my life. And in the name of Jesus, I ask that you take away any fear or anxiety. Anything that is not of you, I put at the foot of the cross. In your precious name, Lord Jesus. Dear Lord, I ask you to fill me with the opposite of fear. Fill me with the spirit of hope, of love, of peace, and of joy. And I ask for the following needs in my life. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. 
There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.